Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Five Star Potential Podcast. This is podcast 131. I'm Dave, and on this week's pod, we'll have the usual save update, and we'll be having a chat about the current situation at Manchester City and how that would play out on Football Manager. And, uh, well, there's no quiz today, uh, unfortunately. So uh, if you want to switch off now, you can. But uh, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Fortunately, weirdly, there's only the two of us this week. It's me and Dupe. Dupe, how's it going, man? I think this would be my my star potential in Football Manager, two star potential. <laughs> um, but if you had to, if I had to pick my favourite two, it'd be us two, Dave. So I'd agree. We'd, you know. we'd probably the two OGs really as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's probably a very good time to mention right now that unfortunately everybody else won't ever be back on the pod because they've got coronavirus. Um, that's, <laughs> that's why it's just me and Dave. <laughs> it hasn't hit this side of the country yet. Let's just put it that way. Nah, that's it. That's all. Well sort of east down the south down south we're down the west side so we're all right at the moment aren't we west side is the best oh, man, i've been waiting so long to drop one of them i love allergy yeah. man anyway hello how are you dave you good <laughs> you love allergy allergies no okay uh yeah i'm all good mate um yeah it's it's gonna be weird the two of us it may take everyone a, a little while to get used to but let us know honest thoughts on a two-man setup because if it's positive me and dude will quit and make our own pod we could just set, yeah, Brexit means Brexit, right? That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, let's move on. Uh, save updates, dupe. I know you've had a bit of PC trouble, but what have, uh, what have you been up to on Football Manager this week? Mate, it's amazing, right? So this weekend, uh, I lost everything. Basically, my, my, my motherboard died. It, it fried a couple of my drives. And luckily, I've, I've backed up a little bit, but like, it took a while to get everything going again. So I've jumped onto my little Surface Pro. I bought a little mouse. It's fucking brilliant. Honestly, I, I love this little setup I've got. And what I've done is I've started an Ajax save. Now, I've always been toying with the idea of playing as Ajax. And the ethos is to be playing younger players, some quality players. Um, and because they did some big sales in the summer, I've actually brought some pretty decent players in. I brought Issa Diop in from West Ham, which I'm surprised West Ham let him go, to be honest. Uh, and I've brought Tunali in as well. Uh, and I've spent about 40 million on both of those combined. Um, and we're just basically playing out from the back. Uh, we're pressing well. We're creating a lot of chances. We're not scoring a huge amount because we haven't got anybody decent up front. We've got Huntelaar. Um, and that's basically my only decent strike at the moment. We've got a couple of injuries. But, oh, mate, this Ajax, they've got some absolute worldies at this club. Now, obviously... Um, Hakim Zayem isn't going to be at the club for much longer, apparently, but he is so good on this game. Um, and the other one that I like is uh, Onana. We're playing out from the back and he's got a 99% pass completion rate. I mean, that, if, if that is <laughs> unreal, what you expect from, from an Ajax team, I don't know what is. Um, but we're probably five games in now. We're doing all right. We've lost one in the league, um, but we're we're doing well. We're... I'm enjoying it, really enjoying it. And I've got home tonight. First thing I've done is load up the surface and just been playing it. So I think it may come to work with me tomorrow, which could be dangerous. Um, <laughs> and if my boss is listening, which I never know, you never know nowadays who listens. Never know these days. Um, Social media. Absolutely. I yeah. will be only playing it in my lunch breaks. I promise. <laughs> Definitely not during the day. Now, um, <clears throat> I had a save bikes the number of years ago and it's so good. And it's good when you get the itch like that, like you just want to come home and play football manager as well. Like that's that's when you know you're on a decent save and hopefully that that'll last a bit longer. Tonali as well, he's um 
player that I had my eye on in the early part of FM20, and he's actually available. How much did you buy him for? Can you remember? Uh, I have it up in front of me right now. That's Tunali, nothing else, I promise. Uh, and I paid <laughs> 23 million. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Potential add-ons to make it 29. Um, I had to add those add-ons on because they wanted a certain percentage of the the next fee, well, and I know I'm going to be a selling club. Um, maybe we'll get to a point. Him, yeah, maybe we'll get to a point where actually he does get sold. However, I'm thinking, let's just fingers crossed. If he does get sold, we're going to get we're going to extract maximum value from him. Yeah, I, I've seen him. Um, as I say, like I was going to sign him. I did that uh, year at Wolves earlier in the year and uh, before Christmas, and he was a player I was looking at then. I thought, wow, for a player of his uh, sort of calibre and potential, you could gain you know, less than thirty million for a good, good quality central midfielder that you know you'd sell for probably closer to a hundred. Is obviously great business, and um, yeah, he's in a, on the Pentagon Challenge save. Obviously, his name pops up every now and then. He's a unit, man. He's mm. so good. Yeah, I He's think he so went good. to Man City on my uh, dirty lead save, and he actually went for quite a lot of money. Um, I'm hoping that we keep him. I've got, I've, I've tied him down to a five-year contract. Um, there's no sell-on fee in his contract whatsoever, um, and I will just milk him for five years, which sounds really bad. But we started <laughs> off with a, a 4-1-2-1-2 diamond like we did over at Forest Green, uh, playing a very similar way. Um and then I realised I've got 28-year-old uh, Veltman on one side and 31-year-old Daily Blind on the other, that maybe my width coming from my wing-backs is not a great idea. I mean, <laughs> we weren't conceding, um, but it honestly looked like um, Daily Blind has still got the handbrake on. Bless his cottons. Um, so I've switched it up now to the bog standard 433 or the 4141 wide with a dm and i've got tunali playing as a register and uh he's just absolutely rocking it i know we spoke about him already tonight but he he is absolutely killing it there um and we got donny van der beek as well and he's done doing so well at 22 years of age he is such a good little player uh, as a ball winning midfielder he is just class <clears throat> I remember um, when I did the IXA, my defence, I had a similar situation. There was a couple of uh, younger players, obviously, that are sort of uh, out and about now in, in Europe. And um, I remember I saw Mamana. Remember him? Like the the, the uh, wonder kid. Uh, I think he was From a real player. St. Peter, the centre-back. Yeah, yeah, now he is. Yeah, yeah. So I think, he, was he in South America before? I think, well, no, des definitely oh, Argentine. Oh, yeah, he's Argentine, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a feeling I had Belanta as well. Um but yeah, there was some seriously good players there. I think the, my love for that save um, stopped when I had, a, I had a really good new gen left back. Um, I even remember his name. He was called V-Bolt, I think. W-I-E-B-O-L-T. Great left back. And the, the board agreed a fee over my head for like really... Oh. It was still a good amount, but a lot lower than I thought. And I just thought, nah, fuck this. Like My best new gen, fuck this. I can't, do, can't be arsed when you do, do you stuff like that. you know what's frustrated me a lot? Um, and I don't know whether people's found it more this game, but I've never found it as much as I found it on this this version of the game. But um, we've had we had about 60, 70 million pounds of uh, of transfer budget, a great wage budget, and I've really, really struggled <coughs> to sign players. Yeah. So the reason being is like we had transfer bids accepted, 
And then, like, for example, I wanted to bring a decent striker in. So I go straight out for Victor Osimhen. We know this year on the game, uh, obviously, my history with him oh, back in the day. Real life as well, man. But so good. This year in the game, he's very good. Uh, yeah. And I think you're right. We'll get him in young. They wanted, like, 30 million, right? He's a five-star mm. or five and a, four and a half with the, the five, fifth, that half-star uh, blacked out. Um, he's got a lot of great potential. Scout reports love him. And my and I structured a very good deal, and my board's like, nah, nah, you, you can't do that. Too much, too much money. Oh, you can't do that. Fuck off, really. And then um, the other player was um, oh the the centre back from um, Sporting, not Sporting, the other one. Oh, that's going to upset some people, right? Um, Benfica Porto. Yeah, I think it was Benfica. Anyway, I think it's is it Tet? I can't remember who it is, but he again, we agreed a fee with him. Not too expensive. I mean, this is irrelevant now because I can't remember who the guy's name is. And um, yeah, no, we don't want... We, we, that's too much money. You can't spend that amount of money. Um, and I tried bringing... Uh, I tried getting Memphis Depay in as well. Nah, Jeez. nah, nah. Too much money. I mean, what? we've got... A lot, we've had a lot of money. So I've brought... Like I said, I brought... Um, I brought Issa Diop in. And I brought Tunali in. And then uh, I've got a young Brazilian striker coming in at the end of the well, the winter transfer. Um, and I think that'll do me. I, I'm actually quite happy. We're playing wide. We've got Quincy Proms one side, um, who's absolutely killing it. And like so I can't said, believe he's in that league. Like, <sighs> like, he's a really, like When he moved from um, the Spanish league, from Sevilla back across to, to Holland, I was quite surprised at that. But yeah, is that, a player of his quality should be doing quite well in that sort of league. I think. He's, he looks very good for this yeah. league anyway let's put it that way um the only thing they lack is like a very good striker they've got tadic right and they want well, to play on the game, as a striker yeah and it, like every time i i like my my assistant manager says ah here's a recommendation they're, they're recommending me put tadic tadic up front and i'm like yeah, i don't just, really want to do that do you no no, but he's valued. He's thirty years of age, and he's valued at thirty-one million. Thirty-one million. He's a good player. He's a, like technically and mentally, he's. I'd assume he's pretty good. Well, last year, sorry to ramble on, right? Last year they bought him for ten million off Southampton, right? And I remember mm. he banged it. Like, I do remember seeing somewhere that he banged it. Not as much as I thought he banged it. Thirty-four. Well, in the Champions League, though, didn't he as well? Yeah, he did really well in Champions League, but last season. In the league, he played 34 games. He scored 28 goals. Jeez. Because I had to go and look, and I'm like, why is everyone saying he's like... And I went, I've missed it here. So, um, yeah, he's been playing up front. <laughs> 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 but, like, his finishing is terrible. Um, he's 12 for a striker. That's bad, right? Mm. Um, he's got he's got brilliant me uh, physicals and mentals. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, his position in six. He's playing as a lone striker. Yeah. You know... <laughs> I need somebody with better finishing and better, better but it works. So, hey, hell, I'm not going to complain. It's good how they pulled out of that Osimhen deal because uh, the worst thing is, is about that. Like, you're looking at these players and you just know that you will dick the league and be pretty competitive in European football mm. if you have these sort of players. And the fact that the yeah. board are almost pulling out of them, it's, that's frustrating, man. Like, I, um, you know who I had when I managed Ajax? It was in in the Milik days, man. So I had oh, Milik man, as my striker. Do you remember our love affair for that guy? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So that was like I think I managed Ajax the year before he we went to Napoli because yeah. I was like giving it the big in how I how I knew about this guy just because I'd spent a couple of years 
managing him on FM. <laughs> I only as knew everyone him does. because we both got him as a special card on FIFA at yeah. the same time. The informed um, Milik on FIFA, mate. And then he broke his... He did his ACL or something, ACL. didn't he? And then did he do his ACL straight again straight again after? Something like that. Man. Yeah. So really so good. one last thing I will say. Well, one last player I tried to get in was uh, Decore. Oh, mate. Um, I've managed him in China this year. He's a you? tank. <laughs> well, I was thinking uh, Van der Beek, because I was going to play the narrow formation. So I was going to have yeah. um, Hakim just as, uh, as a as attack mid. Uh, Van der Beek and Decore and then Tonali behind. I think, and that is an absolute bang in midfield. We got we got like a transfer bid of fourteen and a half million accepted with six million added on. They went no, no board board said no, you can't do that. And I'm like, come on, where's your wish wish you know what do you want to try and do this season? So we'll see what happens. I like I said, we're not far in, but probably by this time next week uh, we will be. Um, if anybody is wondering where I've been streaming-wise, I've had to literally rebuild my PC. Uh, and I'm still, honestly, struggling to get over New York. Um, I'm still, like, going to sleep really early. So this is late for me, doing this. You, um, oh, I was going to say now. Totally forgot what I was going to say. But, you know, there we go. We move on. I'm um, sure I'll Probably remember. yes, whatever you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably, probably best that I don't say it then. Let's no, talk about your Pentagon challenge. Let's move on. Yeah, Pentagon Challenge. Yeah, it's uh, I've just it's been weird now because like you know the sort of first five or six seasons I was smashing for it, and then all of a sudden it seems like life's got back on top of me again, and I'm like struggling to you know get the timing because I promised myself I was going to do weekly updates, and today's update because we're recording on Monday, and the videos go on Monday. Today's update I actually finished at lunchtime today, so I've only just finished the season really. So. We are bang on up today at the time of recording, um, and like whatever's uploaded on YouTube is what I'm going to talk about now. So, um, I think last week I spoke about obviously moving from China to South Africa to join a team, Super Sport United. I joined them right at the end of a season, where they were in the quarterfinal of the African Champions League. I thought, get in, we're gonna we're gonna shit out our second Champions League quite quickly here. Yeah. Unfortunately, we were knocked out of that, and we didn't actually qualify for the Champions League the year after. So I spent another year in Africa, really just building and preparing. Uh, for the African Champions League, smashed the league. I think I won their sort of equivalent of the FA Cup. Won. They've got loads of little random cups. Uh, what they call the Super Eight Cup, which is a seat like a early season cup. Won that. Um, uh, won and then won the Confederations Cup as well, which is like their equivalent of the Europa League. So this season we're in the African Champions League. Uh, obviously in the league still the FA Cup and so on. Um, so I strengthened the team slightly. I promised myself that other than the players that were being released or like poached from bigger clubs, I wasn't really going to sell anyone. I sort of lied to myself there because I saw uh, my, one of my best wingers, big offers coming in from France. I say big offers, it was only sort of two million, which doesn't sound a lot. But to be fair, for clubs in South Africa, that's quite a bit of money, especially when your balance is sort of only sort of seven, eight million. But the quality of players over there is phenomenal. So if you if you ever do have a save and you wanted to, to buy players on the cheap, try and get the South African leagues loaded because after a few years, there's some absolute demons in those leagues that you'll get for less than a million pounds for sure. And I know when I'm, I move clubs, there's definitely going to be some players that I poach from there. Um, but yeah, so obviously uh, I did make some sales. Probably one of the biggest players I signed was Ryan Fraser from Bournemouth. Um, wow. Saw him on the transfer list. I thought, oh, I've got to try and get him in. Um, he's transfer listed by Bournemouth. He'd been loaned out a couple of seasons in actually playing in France. Um, managed to get them to pay a bit of his wage. I was only paying him about eight grand a week, which wasn't too bad. 
uh, bearing in mind because he was on about 40, 50 grand at Bournemouth. Uh, but he barely, he's 32 now and he'd lost the majority of his pace. But again, mentally and technically, he was, he was a really good player. And like I say, saying to you earlier, I thought this guy could really just win me the league almost on his own. He didn't actually play as much as, as I would hope, uh, I would have hoped, because his physicals just deteriorated really quick. He announced his retirement after an injury quite early on in the season. Um, he obviously finished off the season, but he didn't actually play as much as I wanted to. So it was a lot of money spent on him. But in the end, it didn't matter. So the league itself uh, was pretty close in the end, not as routine as the first season. Um, we only lost one game again in the league, which was quite frustrating because it, it looked like for long periods of the season that we were going to have an unbeaten season. Um, but it, uh, it took till the final game of the season for me to win the title, so a lot closer in the league this year. <clears throat> um, won like their League Cup, won that Super 8 Cup again. Didn't win the FA Cup this year, was knocked out in the first round but did manage to win the African Champions League. So that is number two, ticked off the list now. Um, in the end, pretty routine win in the final. Again, pretty routine throughout the tournament. Uh, I think I beat a team 8-0 in the groups, beat a team 9-0 in the, in the qualifiers before it. So, um, yeah, really, I was too. our team was too strong for that competition. So... Um, it's about moving on now. Um, I know the manager, my manager itself, has got the decent reputation and now sort of experience of getting a big job if I wanted to. But it's just what order I do it in. Um, I know I could get a decent European job if I wanted to, but I I almost think the European Champions League should be the last one. You know what I mean? Like because it's yeah, it's the most prestigious one, isn't it? Really. So, um, I don't know where I'm going to go. South Africa, North America is probably the most uh, logical one. But I know the Juventus jobs just come up. They would do that, but I think the Champions League is going to be a really difficult one. And I need to get a team that I just know is way too strong for most other teams before that. So I think it just depends how it falls, really. But still enjoying the save. I think this week will be a, a tricky one because I'm away for half the week, so it'll depend how much I could play the uh, play the play the save. But still very much enjoying it, and I think we've done sort of eight full seasons as manager now. Um, Quite quickly, actually. Bearing in mind, I only started just before, no, just after Christmas, didn't I? So, I'm impressed. Um, it actually sounds like you're going to do this, Dave. I think I will as well. I'm hoping, and, like the fact that I'm doing a season a week, or just uh, it's going to probably be just over a week now per season. Uh, by maybe the end of April, I'm hoping that I could could have it done. I think that's that's doable, isn't it? That's another eight seasons or so, isn't it? So, I think I uh, now I've got two. Ideally, I want to try and on average for the next three do it get one every two seasons I think so I think by the end of April uh, I should have it mopped up hopefully but then do I set myself the target of winning the Club World Championship the World Cup and whatnot? I don't know one of my subscribers is uh, probably listening to this actually he does, he's doing the Pentagon Challenge as well and he's won the World Cup halfway through his as well so I think you know. I think let's not get too ahead of yourself right personally <laughs> I think like, the, the aim has got to be what the original aim always was how, yeah. However, well, I mean, you've got to go for um, you've got to go for South America next, right? Work your way yeah. up. So what oh, you yeah, got I left? Think... You've got you've done. I've done Africa and Asia, so I've got South America, North America, and then Europe. So obviously, um, South America, the most logical ones is Argentina or Brazil. Yeah. North America, you got USA or uh, or Mexico. Mexico is probably the easier one. Because can I be asked for the MLS rules? <laughs> yeah, well, I think like, then, I think surely if you can get, if you could luck out and get a good Brazilian or 
Argentine side, then I think you could probably walk that. Now, don't get me wrong, yeah. it's not going to be easy, right? And I don't mean walk it like that, but I mean, you could you could really pick, a, if you could get your pick of jobs. Now, it might be that you wait a season, you know, and wait until you see something decent. Um, but I, That's I think what I had the, to do really with this African job. I wait, It was almost three quarters of a season before yeah. I sort of got back into management, yeah. Who was it you beat in the final, did you say? Oh, it was a team from Morocco or Tunisia right, or something. Okay. It was, yeah, it was no one. Who was anyone it that you re- scored late on against? You put up on oh, Twitter. That was or... in. Um, was that the one I put on Twitter? Do you put it on Twitter or in our in our chat? Late I think on. you might put it on Twitter. You know. Yeah, Twitter. It was. Um, it was in the cup, I think. Uh, yeah, I scored the last kick of the game, I think. But yeah, it's, those sort of games like, I I enjoyed like. Who was it um, against, though, David? That's, the, I'm literally going that on your Twitter. Game. I've got to find it now because that's going to bug me. That it's wasn't gonna... against anyone anyone big, I don't think. No, but I've got a history with this team. Sundowns. Team put... Oh, Sundowns. Yeah, this, you, beat yeah. Them, you beat Sundowns, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen yeah, the video so... of them on Twitter this week? No. Today. Um Basically, I don't know. I don't know how recent it was or how far back it was. Basically, they were defending the lead with ten minutes to go, two uh, one oh, or something. I think. Is this, is this the the time wasted? Yeah, yeah, with the corner. Oh, and it's freaking brilliant! It's freaking yeah, brilliant. I think that was, there. So I think that was sundowns. Was it class? Yeah, yeah um, basically, no, I, anyone. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say I bought two. I think we bought. I bought two very good new gens from them. Um, back. Generally, mate, they're unbelievable. Some mm. of the new gens, they. Back forest, uh, forest green days, and they were tremendous. Um, yeah. That was all that reminded me of it. Yeah, well, the guy, the guy that I'd probably sign if I was at another club is uh, there was a guy yeah, called Pogiso Kamalo. So in the in the first season, I managed them. I played him predominantly as a striker, and he bagged in all comps. To be fair, he bagged about forty-one goals, which is a good return. Yeah. Um, Last season, like season just gone, um, I played him predominantly as a winger because in my first season I'd signed a striker who didn't really play much. So even as a winger, he he got about fifty goal contributions. I think he scored over thirty goals and he got countless assists as well. So um, I had two players that this season that got uh, thirty plus goals, which is unbelievable. So um, one playing predominantly as a winger as well. So I'm really looking forward to, to seeing who I can bring over. Obviously, in China, it was Dong Dehi was the man that I sort of started bringing from club to club. Um, I look, I tried to scout him in South Africa and I scouted him and uh, he's banging it in China. But for his value, he's shit. Like, he's he's yeah. not worth like five million or whatever. So um, That's just surely because he's banging it, right? Yeah, mate, but his at- even his attributes are crap as well. Like, yeah. I look at him and I think like, I, my, even my South African scouts, like this is how mad the different if, if the difference in money is ridiculous because obviously he's so highly rated because China's got a bit of money, and and um, because of the Chinese rules I'd assume because they have to have Chinese players so it adds a bit right, of value on. Yeah, of course. South Africa, mate, my team would addict the Chinese league. My South African team, but in terms of value, I'd struggle to get a million for one of the players. Wow. So it's it's scary the, the difference and that's why as I say if, you, if you've if got the South African leagues loaded definitely look out for some of the players there for sure um, right let's 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 move on I to will our, just our say one topic. thing before you jump on sorry I appreciate we're, we we were expecting to do about a 20 minute podcast and we're currently 25 <laughs> well, minutes yeah, in we've been bleating for 25 to be minutes. honest right I have to I have to put this out there I don't want to blow your head up because you're a big headed bastard anyway but 
like I've been jealous of you seeing your stuff on Twitter, seeing it on, uh, on hearing it on here. And I'm just like, I really want to save. I really just want something that like is going to grab me. I had it with Swindon and then obviously I went away and all that. And uh, the money ball side of it is probably wearing me down slightly, which is why I haven't done much content. Um, so I'm like, I feel the way you talk about your Pentagon challenge at the moment is the way that I feel about Ajax. And I think it's just like, I will just say if, if anyone else is out there that, that's struggling to find a save, just just grab one. Like even if it's an idea that you thought of a while ago. So I've been thinking of Ajax for ages, man. And I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to wait for the perfect time and I want it to be on stream. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to play it now. And and I'm gripped by it. And it's, I got, like I said, I've got the same feeling that you've got, it sounds like you've got with your Pentagon challenge. However, like fair play to you, man. I will say like getting two out of the five, even if you don't get another one now, I've got a lot of mad <laughs> respect for that. You're causing Curti to have a headache, man. I know. I remember when he said that I was never going to do it. And uh, yeah. No, I think the thing is though, with the Pentagon challenge, I load up my laptop and whatever every day. And I know it's going to be different every time. Like I know that in a couple of days time, I'll probably be at a different club or whatnot. I think the same with the thing with your Ajax save. It's so exciting because you've got all these young players. If you really wanted to at the end of the season, you could sell half your squad off and bring in some new players to keep it fresh and exciting for you as a manager as well. Do you know what? I, think what you, I, used to, you, I used to do that a lot as well. You've just hit something there. Right, and I I haven't played. This sounds really weird, right? But I haven't played my Ajax save in my man cave at all. Yeah, because I've been playing it on my laptop, Surface, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I mean, if they want to sponsor us, feel free. Um, <laughs> so like, I had to take the little man swimming the other day. So like, we I've put I've um I, I have to go get he gets changed. He then I chuck him there, and he, he's there for forty five minutes. So I'm sat in the in the um in like the, the the restaurant part i've got a coffee yeah. i got a bacon sandwich on saturday morning and i'm just sat there and i've done my staff do you know what i mean yeah. and it's just like i'm it, it's fitting around me like the other night i like exactly i, just, I, I sat down watching the football with, with my missus and i'm just and it I, it feels like when i first fell in love with the game and that's how yeah. i used to play it like the, the, I used to play so much of the earlier games because I was sat on my laptop with my missus, uh, you know, watching whatever she wants to watch on TV. But like, I've, I've not played a minute on my computer. And I think you've just said the same about your Pentagon Challenge with your laptop. You just yeah. load your laptop every, every day. It's mad, that's man. It. It's a really good point, to be fair. Yeah, uh, that, well, that's the thing. And I think, like you, like you say, you, you can still spend time with and do jobs that you need to do where you can still play the game on the go. As a di like as ridiculous as it sounds, but it's it's true in it. Like I've been um like the weekends and that's when I spend time with family. That's when you're not at work. Well, I can still spend time with family whilst I'm on my laptop. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, that's it. Rather than me sat in my office playing the game. So and, and I'm genuinely contemplating taking it to work tomorrow because what I normally do is I know <laughs> like in all seriousness, right? What I normally do is I sit in the canteen and I've got my sandwich. And I'm on my phone reading rubbish on Twitter yeah. or on what looking through people's Instagram, just trying to find something to do whilst I have my half hour break. Well, I could run a game. You know what I mean? Like I could play a game and that's an extra game I play in the day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, watch the tweet tomorrow that I'm sat at work playing. <laughs> and then three days later when I get, start streaming at nine o'clock in the, uh, in the morning because I've been sat. I spend like half an hour eating lunch and like, you know, and same there, like I'm just on my phone doing jack all. So may as well uh, take advantage. Might, might, uh, might copy you there as well. Yeah. Um, 
let, let's move on then, dude. Let, like, obviously, we've got a little bit of a, a topic to talk about. Like I, I said earlier in the intro, we're going to be talking about um, Manchester City. Um, and we're going to be talking about a bit of preparation. That's my nice little pun that I've I like that. Just made I like that. Like, I got That's the title right it. there, mate. That's the title right there. Um, obviously, the t- the, this week's team meeting, uh, we're going to focus on the current shenanigans going on at uh, Man City. At the time of recording, obviously, Man City have been given a two-year ban from competing in the Champions League, plus handed handed a whopping £25 million fine for breaching UEFA's financial fair play rules. Um, don't worry, obviously, we're going to be talking about this and how we'd play it out in, in Football Manager and what we'd do if we were faced with a similar situation. So we've got a few converta- conversation points I'm going to bring up with Dupe and obviously talk about how we'd approach them in-game. Uh, firstly, Dupe, like, as a United fan, though, are you are you happy that this has happened to see or really not asked? I'm not a big fan of F- uh, FFP. Like, yeah. on the side note, yes, it's, ha- it's happened to City. I don't, I, don't, I don't ever treat City as our biggest rivals. Yeah. I think Liverpool, Liverpool? are our biggest rivals. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, probably for people that live and breathe in Manchester, maybe it is bigger for them. But for me, um, if your club wants to come in and spend the money, let them spend the money, right? It's their money. Let them spend it on how they want. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's going to hold up. I wouldn't be surprised, even if you get slashed to one year. I don't think like it'll actually. even get to one year. I think they'll maybe get a different... I just, I just can't see it. Now that may be my glass half full, and think you know maybe if I if I sit here and I go oh, actually no it's never going to happen, and then when it happens, it's amazing. But yeah, I don't know. I I just can't see them being banned. Um, I did see somewhere on Twitter that somebody was complaining that the twenty five million pounds was more that was worse than the uh, two year ban. Um, Nah. And how the twenty-five million pounds is going to affect City, um, and how they should they they should be allowed to get ten million pounds off every transfer they've made to be come under FFP. Um, that's not how football works. That's not how you what, buy. What you know, that? imagine yeah. imagine buying a car four years ago and going, actually, you know, you've put me in my overdraft uh, four yeah. years later. Um, so I need you to reduce the price. It doesn't work like yeah. that. But no, Give me I, a tank I, of petrol every time I drive past. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I disagree with it. I don't like yeah. FFP. Don't like the way it goes. But it's football, right? And I mean, there's a lot of silly things that I'm not a massive fan of in football, apart yeah. from VAR, a which I their... love VAR, by the way. <laughs> after this week's performance uh, with Chelsea and then the Watford game, um, but I will also say, like, they'll be fine. City will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so, there's, talk, there's silly talks about being relegated to like division. Nice. Uh, yeah, what have you? I forgot to do with that. <laughs> exactly, man. Man up, <laughs> grow up. The lot of you. So I mean, this is it. Sort of makes sense for both uh, both of our situations in our current saves, Really, obviously, you're at Ajax, a big club that's probably expected to sort of win your domestic league, and obviously, mm-hmm. you as a manager probably want to start pushing for Champions League. Obviously, me and my save Champions League is the goal, regardless. So. Obviously, you're in a position now. You've got your, your desire to win the Champions League. And say, for argument's sake, your Ajax team was banned or the team I was at in the Pedigree Challenge was banned. What do you do as a manager? Are you, that, uh, say, for argument's sake, in your situation, are you overly bothered about that? Or, you know, what would you do if your club got banned for, for two years? I'd have to say, if it was my Ajax save now, right? Yeah. And I'm in the first season, I would I'd walk away. Really? If my desire is to win the Champions League and I've been yeah. there, what, four months, right? 
and this comes out, uh, I may go to the end of the season to get my rep up, right? But I would walk away and I'd be like, look, this is your fault. You cocked this up. You deal with it. I'll, I'll go and do it somewhere else. Yeah. In Pep's shoes, swinging this right round, he was there when the majority of the signings took place, right? Yeah. Because it was just when he took over. Am I, am I right? Or was it just before? In around, it probably from just before, but it's not far off anyway. But it, it it's been kind of his, you know, he's been there four yeah, years yeah. now, right? Yeah, it, it's kind of part of his fault. He should stay, and I think he yeah. will stay. Um, but it was quite interesting because I was listening to something on the radio, and I know this isn't much about Football Manager, but uh, it's about the situation. Um, and they were talking about um, is Pep Guardiola sack like is he unsackable? Could you ever get away with sacking Pep? And now you mm. kind of turns around and go, actually, could Pep actually leave? And is Man City leavable? <laughs> you know, um, mm. I can't see where he'd go. And I, I think he would stay. Um, if I, if, if it was on my dirty lead save, I would stay. It's my fault. I got to try and get him out of this. Um, yeah. And I, you know, very, very much similar to what I did do and, and try and sort the finances out and stay. And, you know, for me, it'd be like, look, okay, this is what I've got to do. I've got to dig in deep. Um, let's get the two years. Let's use some youth. And uh, and then we'll see what we can do. What, what do you think? What, what would you do? Um, like you say, in Pep's situation, I think he's almost going to, I think everyone's expected him to. Obviously, he's won the Champions League and League in Spain. He's done well. He did well in Germany. He's come over to England. I think everyone's expecting him to, to sort of jump on the Juventus job if that ever came available. Or jump on the possibly PSG job if that ever came available, and sort of almost in the top five nations in Europe, you know, win the domestic leagues and whatnot. So I think sort of similar to what people were expecting sort of Mourinho to do, but um, I think in FM terms, I think especially for City, that is the goal, isn't it? You know, yeah. you're more than capable of winning the Premier League, and what you want to do as a manager is, is win the Champions League. Um, have you ever have you ever had it actually happen in game? Possibly not to your own club, but have you seen it happen in, in game before? No, no. I think you, I, you've I, had it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before when I was managing Wolves. I think I finished seventh, sixth or, or fifth. I either finished one place outside the Champions League or one place outside the Europa League and um, season finished. And then it went about a week on the United failed FFP. And we're taking out the Champions League for the following season. So yeah. the place the places all stepped down. So I managed to actually get whichever European competition that I wasn't actually qualified for. Was that not for the was... uh, Wolves European Dream? Nah, it was I don't think it was that. <laughs> I just uh, wanted to thank you for that. That, that was all. That was a dreadful one. Yeah. Um no, that was uh yeah, but that that happened and I've seen it happen to Juve and stuff like that before as well. Um, so yeah, it, it can happen again. Not seeing it as much now, because um, I think clubs are a lot more. Well, we say this as it's, as it's happened to City. I think clubs are a lot more sort of uh, aware of it. But I think it can happen sort of four, four or five years into a game where you see some teams starting spending some ridiculous money as well. Um, for, for you as a manager, say if, uh, say if you stayed at Ajax, you were banned from Europe. What sort of impact in the reputation of finances would do you think would happen to the club? I don't think rep would be killed too badly, right? Um, I think the only issue with reputation is got to be the fact that the the players would the players come to you knowing that you're not in for two years? Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't think that was, you know, the reputation, the fact that it's been widely, probably widely publicized, I think that's actually probably going to improve your rep, right? The fact is, you know, more people are going to know about you. Um, Finance-wise, you're going to miss out on that money. Now, the Ajax, um, my Ajax save, you get your, you know, you, you come in and you're in like the, you got to qualify two rounds to get into the group stages. Yeah. So like, there's still a big chance you're not going to get in anyway. Um, mm. Which is mad to think they got to the semi-final by having to go through two qualifiers, right? Um, I think the finances would take a massive hit. Um, probably a lot of the finances that that, that come uh, for Ajax is a um, getting getting the, the Champions League group money when you play the big teams. You know they've had some yeah. big games. And B, it's probably showcasing your your kids. You know, Ajax have been a selling club. They've they've sold some great players. Caught, you know, De Lip, Um Well, there's loads. <laughs> if I can't figure <laughs> yeah. out. You know when your mind's just gone blank, right? Yeah. Who's the other guy that went? Frankie De Jong. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, so you yeah. got those two that went for mega bucks this year. Now, would they have been gone for mega bucks if they hadn't performed on the Champions League stage? Yeah, that's a great shot, yeah. Uh, and I think that's another big thing that would affect the finances. That was like over a hundred million, both of those. So that mm. could have been, you know, two years out of Europe. They've got a lot of good kids coming through and you can't showcase they the stage, them. Have they? Yeah. And they haven't got the yeah. stage to sell. Um, so that would probably be the biggest effect. I think that honest. it's sort of similar to the World Cup, isn't it? You always get a player that has a, a couple of good games in the World Cup. And that adds about 30, 40 million onto his value. Uh, and Camus Rodriguez is probably a good example. I know he's, he's not a dreadful player, yeah. but he did so well there. And I don't think it quite worked out for him at, uh, at Real Madrid. I think, and I think the best example of that for me would be um, Sir Alex Ferguson and Chicharito. They signed yeah. him before the World Cup and then went and had a really good World Cup and probably would have like doubled, tripled his value. Yeah. Um business been. <laughs> but the problem is is with Ajax is a lot of their a lot of their youngsters, like I said, um Van der Beek, twenty two years of age. Are they gonna get in that Dutch side with the Dutch talent that's out there at the moment? Mm. Probably yeah. not. So yeah. like I think that would be the biggest factor on the finances, to be honest. Sticking with sticking with the, the subject of players though, this does happen on football manager as well where uh, players have promises or players sort of have in their mind they want to be playing European football at the top European level. Um, sort of in City's case, obviously you've got high-value players on, on long-term contracts, you, you Raheem Sterling, you De Bruyne, you players like Aguero probably sort of at the end of their career anyway. Um, and they're, they're in their prime and, and they want that top European football. But for you as a manager, you, you know you've got to try and, you know, compromise now. you got two years of no European football do you do you look to sell them or do you pers- try and persuade them to to stay at the club? Because I think other clubs are going to know they're unhappy if you're trying to sell them, and they're probably going to try and expect them as a, a, a cut price, aren't they as well? I think the, the the one thing as a manager you've got as an advantage is the fact that they're under contract, right? Yeah. Yes, you've got yeah. promises, and yes, that it will affect the morale, but they're under contract. So if if they've got a long time on their contract, then you could probably keep them. But I'm always on that kind of ethos that if somebody comes to me, they're not happy, I'm getting rid of them. I don't want them yeah. in the squad, right? Um, we all know that football manager is is heavily based on morale and you need to keep the morale up. Um, and you need to make sure that when you're in a position that you can qualify, that you do qualify, right? Mm. So yes, doing a, doing a Leeds fire sale and getting rid of all the, your top talent 
makes a lot of sense because they don't want to be at the club. It will bring a lot more money in that you may have missed out on in the in the in the Champions League, missing out. But then, have you got enough talent in that squad to then come back when you can get into the Champions League? And I, do you know, I I kind of hope that this is kept in and then put into Football Manager next year because it'll be a really interesting save for a lot of people. Yeah, it will. I think yeah, City could be intri- intriguing. It'll, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, how they can almost code it into the game that you know after year one they're not going to qualify for the Champions League. So what mm. the players sort of suggested the, in, in that the, the only difficult bit would be was to be would be that that data lock, the fact that yeah. um, the fact that come the the transfer deadline day, uh, that's when Football Manager obviously do their data lock. A lot of those players could have already gone mm. uh, and you might miss out on kind of trying to make some of those decisions. I'm sure someone out there, um, if, um, how do you put this on like the, the little down low, if anyone out there has a database that obviously isn't fully vanilla, please let us know mm. just because it'd be interesting to have a little nose around. Um, I think that would make a really good save. Maybe not with City as much, but I think with City... They've obviously got the fact they've got, like we've just spoke about, these big time players. This, you know, Sterling, De Bruyne, we said Aguero. You've got um, Sane, 23 years of age. I know he's been yeah. out of a long time injury, but, you know, he's he's in the, that part of the career where he's going to want to be doing these big things. Yeah. And then and, and your recruitment process, so that, that's another difficult thing. Like buying the players, are they going to be convinced in joining because you haven't got European football? Do you almost take the Chelsea route and possibly use it to blood in the youngsters a little bit? So because they're yeah. out of they're out of Europa as well, right? So it's yeah, yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't. I, I assume they can't play in the UEFA competition for the next two years. If anything, the fact that they're out of Europa League is probably a benefit to them. <laughs> like, yeah, in the nicest I, I, possible I think that as well, especially if Pep stays. I genuinely think there could be a serious threat again in the league next year. I think they know this year has almost been a write-off in real life yeah. terms. Um, I think next year they're going to go hard so it'll be interesting to see what they do with their money as well because uh, I think with them being out of the Champions League financial fair play is even stricter for them is it, I think okay. you're allowed a little bit more breathing space when you're in the Champions League as well so. <laughs> ironically however yeah. um, you know if there is some there's some wholesale changes um, it'd be interesting to see uh, yeah. I'd be really really intrigued and it is it is quite interesting like I said at the top of it I don't think it's going to stick but I think uh, it would be quite interesting if it does for the narrative. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, if you guys have got any thoughts on it, how you'd manage it as well in Football Manager, let us know at Five Star Pod. Uh, what we're looking to do as well, hopefully over the next few weeks or so, is set each of us some challenges or you guys could set us challenges to see if uh, we could play with a certain tactic or play within within a certain scenario. And then we'll use podcasts like this where we discuss sort of uh, how we got on really and... and football manager terminology see what worked what didn't work as well so obviously you can let us know at five star pod on twitter as well unfortunately as we said at the start no quiz today unfortunately with the two of us uh wouldn't have been much point with there because there would have only been one winner or you know anyway but again <laughs> that brings... very big headed of you david yeah i know yeah of course <laughs> but that brings episode 131 to a close you can find the links uh for each of us and the normal five star pod guys uh the Five Star Pod Twitter account and the WeStream FM Discord server in the podcast description down below or by visiting WeStreamFM.com. Um, 
where obviously you can find the blogs that have been released over the past week or so as well, if there have been any. But Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening, and there will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, dupe. Goodbye. I liked that. That was good fun. Good fun. <laughs>